What's up, hackers? Welcome back to another episode of the Hacker Noon podcast. Of course, I am your host, Amy Tom, your best friend and your Hacker Noon editor. But with me today is another Hacker Noon editor, Adebola Adeneron. He is the software editor at Hacker Noon. So I am very excited to chat with him today. But we aren't going to be chatting about a Hacker Noon. We're actually going to be chatting about mobile money because aside from working at Hacker Noon, Adebola is also the growth lead at Moni. So Hacker Noon podcast. Well, welcome to the podcast, Adebola. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Amy. Uh, thank you for having me on the podcast. It's nice to be here and it's nice to like do this for the very first time because like I watched the other ones on YouTube and it's nice to like finally be on. I feel a little bit famous. You watched <laughs> my podcast on YouTube? Yeah. Adam Vola. Yeah. Are you my number yeah. one fan? Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's funny because I'm your number one fan. <laughs> I am <Wow>. stoked. <laughs> this is the first time, amongst the first times that I am interviewing one of my fellow people who work at Hacker Noon, so it's very exciting. But today, what we're gonna be talking about, what I'm gonna learn a little bit more about from you is mobile money. So can you tell me more about what mobile money is? I would just sort of like start start off with the problem and then I'll talk about like how mobile money is solving that. Because uh, I think that like cool. giving that background and giving that context will sort of help people understand more um, what mobile money exactly is. In many parts of, um, so like sort of like in the outskirts of major cities in, in, in Africa and here in Nigeria as well, what you would find is that traditional banking um, institutions are not as close to people's locations as say somewhere in the US, for example, where you probably have like an ATM super close to you and you can easily withdraw cash and, and you know, do your transactions. But in, in Nigeria and in like some parts of Africa as well, you don't have um, the proximity of banks to people. And there's also like a lot of cash in circulation as well. And so what mobile money has done is that it has sort of help people because you can't, you can't really access the banks or you don't have like as many ATMs around you. Mobile money has sort of been a way for people to be able to move money around. And so for example, as long as you have a mobile phone and you are connected to like a network operator or telecom operator, you can easily like move money around. So you can go to an agent close to you you can deposit cash and then they top up your mobile number with that value. And then you can use that to like pay bills. You can send that to your family and your friends. And you can even like go to another location and get cash in return for that for that amount, right? So that's sort of how it is in the rest of Africa. In Nigeria, it's a little bit different in the sense that people can take cash to a mobile money agent. And then you can say, hey, like I'm trying to send some money to Amy, but maybe I don't have a bank account, right? Because a lot of people... Uh, still don't have a bank account. I think the number is around 60% now of people who are banks, around like 40% of people still having banked here in Nigeria. And so instead of having to deal with a traditional bank, they can easily just go to a mobile money agent because they are all around, they're everywhere now. So you can easily just go to a mobile money agent and say, hey, like I'm trying to send um, some money to my friend, maybe somewhere in the city, but I don't have a bank account. You can give them cash and then they would facilitate that transfer for you. And then your friend in the city can go pick that up mm. at any other mobile money agent, right? right. And, and get, yeah. Okay. So essentially, that's what, that's what mobile money is solving. Um, the fact that some people, like a lot of people don't have um, access to traditional banking um, facilities, um, but mobile money helps facilitate that movement around the country. Right. Okay, so I have some questions about, I guess, like the infrastructure of moving money and banking in Nigeria and in Africa, because I think it's probably just very different from what I'm used to in North America, especially in Canada. 
So when I want to send someone money in Canada, and I have learned recently that this is unique to Canada, or I learned this within the past like year or two, but apparently um, nobody else does this. But when you want to send money to someone, I would email you money via my bank. So I go into my online banking system and then I email you the money um, and you accept that via email. So tell me more about the infrastructure and the way that this is set up that prevents people in Africa, in Nigeria from using online banking. Okay, so I would say, um, so in Nigeria, for example, and I think also in South Africa as well, and in some parts of Africa to where the banking system is more developed, I can make a transfer to anybody in, within Nigeria that has a bank account within two seconds. So I can literally pick up my mobile phone, log into my internet banking application, and I can make a, tran- a transfer. I guess you would call it wire. I can make a bank transfer to another bank within Nigeria. And that, could, that would literally take two seconds and they will receive that money on their own end. Um, mm-hmm. And then they can just like, yeah, you know, do whatever they want to do with it. So in that sense, the Nigerian banking infrastructure is actually quite advanced and quite developed. For example, in Canada, how long will it take your friend to get the money if you're sending, if you're emailing, emailing them money? Like a maximum half an hour. Right. So yeah, in, in Nigeria, like within two seconds, maybe at most like one, two minutes. If there are no issues with the transaction, it's they're usually credited in their bank accounts. But in the sense, in for example, so we have all of that infrastructure built out already here in Nigeria. That's regulated by like the central um, banking authority here in Nigeria called the CBN. Um, and that's regulated by them through a platform called NIBS. So like NIBS is sort of like the like a tech platform that settles all of those transactions. So NIBS is a platform that moves money around within different banks in Nigeria. The only difference is that for people who don't have like regular bank accounts, they can easily go to an agent Usually the agents have bank accounts. Those bank accounts are tied to, they can either be tied to like a microfinance bank or they are even issued by like regular traditional banks. But people who don't have access to a bank account or people who maybe they don't have like internet banking or they don't have like USSD banking on their phones can easily just approach a mobile money agent and say, hey, like I need to move, I need to pay a, a bill. I need to pay like my my utility bills, my light bill, my gas bill. But I don't like, I only have cash. I don't have that money in my uh, bank account. I see. Right. So they can right. easily take that money to the agent and say, hey, yes, 2000 naira, for example, um, and give me like 2000 naira worth of uh, mobile top up, right? Or electricity. And then the mobile money agent can just like vend that on their own machine and print out like a receipt or a slip um, that gives them that value. So you can either, you can either use mobile money agents for if you have a traditional bank account, but you don't have uh, money in that account, you can use cash to facilitate those transactions because a lot of Transactions in Nigeria are still done um, day-to-day, still done via cash. So people who have like small mom and pop shops, lots of those transactions are done via cash and not via like cards or like other payment uh, payment methods, right? So right. That, that's, that's sort of like the use case for people who don't have a traditional bank account. Uh, sorry, for people who have a traditional bank account. Now for people who do not have a traditional bank account, they can make transfers and they can also pay for bills. And they can also do like other transactions as well without needing to have a bank account, right? Okay. You can approach a mobile money agent and say hey like i need to transfer money to uh, my friend who probably lives like um in a city that would take me like two days to get to right yeah and i can just give them the cash and then they can wire the money to the person and the person can just like go pick it up as a mobile money agent near them ah okay i see so this essentially is allowing everybody in africa or people in nigeria to have access to the ability to send people money fluidly and quickly exactly exactly and you can pay bills as well and perform like a bunch of other like 
uh, financial transactions that you probably only be able to perform if you had a regular bank account or if you had access to a, a debit card. Right. Okay. So tell me more about the relationship with money in Africa and Nigeria and why only 60% of people have a traditional bank account. So I'll say the reason for that is also um, in terms of what it costs the banks to build out that infrastructure. Um, like in the US, for example, this has probably been going on for the last maybe like 100, 150 years, like building out the banking system. But in Nigeria, it's still, I would not say it's in the early stages. I think it's quite, like I said earlier, it's quite advanced. And I, But at the same time, it costs a lot to sort of build infrastructure in like um, cities that I would not say are major cities per se. Mm. Um, and also as well, banks are also trying to cut back on costs. And so they are promoting more, they're asking more people to use their internet banking platforms. Um, rather than them opening open more branches, right? They want more people to use yeah. their mobile phones to move money around and to complete transactions as well. And for them, a way for them to also be able to gain more customers without without not like, you know, spending far more money on infrastructure is by using mobile money agents um, around. Mm, because that's, right. that's, more, like, that's way cheaper. So someone that already has like a mom and pop shop that they're selling groceries, for example, they can also have a mobile money terminal um, right okay. there in the shop. Yeah. So if you walk into the shop, you can say, hey, like I, I need to pay a bill and you can give them cash and then they would you know, pay the bill for you and generate like a token for you to, to use to pay uh, or to use for you to, for you to use in topping up like your gas or your electricity or anything like that. Right. OK, so the benefit of the less infrastructure here is that because p- the banks don't have enough capital to set up all of the different banks, like official banks within these smaller yeah. cities, smaller yeah. shops are able to be mobile money agents. Okay. Exactly. So, what kind of shops can be mobile money agents? So there are all kinds of like small shops. So you might you might be selling, say you're selling like rice, for example. Like so you're selling like rice in, okay. in the raw form. Like it's a small sort of like corner shops, right? It's, like, mm. it's a small corner shop like located within the community. So like everyone in that community can just like go to the corner shop. They might buy like a few things from the corner shop, and they might say, "Hey, like I also need to pay for my, for example, satellite TV bill," and they can easily just pay that money to the mobile money agent in cash. And then the mobile money agent generates a code for them that they can use to top up their TV bill, right? And then they can have access right. to TV for like the next month or so. So it's just, so that's the kind of shop that you'd find, right? So you have some people who are like regular mom and pop stores, they sell groceries. They may even just like sell like cooked food. So, and that's why it's, it's also called mobile money because it's really like the, the agent can really be anywhere right mm-hmm. they don't really need to set up any infrastructure their, their mobile phone is usually enough for them to set up shop as a mobile money agent because essentially what happens is that you you have like a bluetooth device that's attached to your mobile phone that you can use in printing receipts right so you have your mobile phone and you can use that to do like a bunch of transactions usually an android device and then you have a bluetooth device connected to that um, android phone for you to print out receipts. Is there anything that is considered a barrier to entry for people to get a traditional bank account other than the ability to walk into a physical bank to set up an account? I think that sometimes um, people also feel that, um, also like traditionally as well, like a lot of people may not necessarily trust the bank. They're like, okay, why, why should I you know, put my money in a bank? And sometimes besides the fact that the bank is far away from them as well, um, it may just make more sense because they need that money for like daily transactions and like daily things that they're doing. 
um, because a lot of them are making their revenue daily, right? Mm. It may not make sense for them to store their money in a bank when they need this like cash flow every single day. And another barrier to entry will sort of be around education as well. So some people who uh, may, may not necessarily see the need for a bank um, because they might not have, they might not have enough education to understand that like banks are also important and banks play a role in society as well. Right. Okay. And mobile money in Africa and Nigeria, is this something that is a new concept that has come up in the past couple of years or has this been around for like over five, 10 years? Yeah. I mean, mobile money has been around. Um, so I think Safaricom started in, um, I don't remember now, I think it was around 2014. Um, okay. Safaricom launched Kenya. Yeah, I have, I have that data in my article, but I don't remember it off the top of my head right now. But Safaricom launched in Kenya, essentially. And the way like Safaricom works is that you have a mobile device. Once you buy a SIM card to put in your mobile device, you, you already have a mobile money account with that, right? And so once you put that SIM card in your, in your mobile device, um, you essentially have like a mobile money wallet and you can go to any vendor around you, deposit cash, and that money can be put in your mobile money wallet. And you can use that to pay bills, to transfer to other people, um, and things like that. So it's, it's been around for like nearly 10 years now here in Africa okay. and really pioneered by Safaricom um, in Kenya. It's like taken off like wildfire because it's, it has sort of met like many people's needs and it has also, also helped like develop very rapidly the financial systems um, here in Africa. And tell me more about the kinds of, I guess, like the agents who can be mobile money agents. What do they need other than like a phone to be able to become mobile money agents? Do they need like a special certificate or is there other barriers to entry in order to become an agent? Yeah, um, so in different countries, there are different sort of regulations um, that is required to become a mobile money agent. Um, for example, I know that in Benin Republic, it might take like, I think around like a month to be able to get approval to become mm. a money agent. Um, here in Nigeria, it's not, it doesn't take that long. I think it takes about like a week and like all your documents are processed um, and you're able to get like a POS terminal to use for um, your mobile money business. Um, so the regulations, and again, the reason why like that's possible in Nigeria is because we already have like an, a digital identity system as well that, that works, right? And so like everybody's data is already captured in that system. And it's easy to just like, once you verify that data, excuse me, you're able to provide like a service to the person because you already know that this is a legit person. Um, we're able to verify their, their BVN data. So your BVN is your sort of a unique code that links you into the financial system. And so once that data is able to be captured and verified, you can say, hey, like, yeah, come pick up a device um, to start your mobile money business. Right. So in different parts of Africa, there are different regulations. And the more advanced the system is, the shorter time it takes for you to be able to start a business as a mobile money agent. Mm-hmm. And what is the mobile money industry like in terms of the different providers of, I guess, like the POS systems and like becoming an agent? Is there a lot of competition in that field? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I don't know if you're familiar with MTN. So MTN is a South African company. They're a telecom provider. So they'll probably be like AT&T in the US, for example. Okay. Right. Um, but they are, they are one of the largest telecom service providers in Africa. And they've, they've also capitalized on that to also build their own mobile money infrastructure and also to distribute that across Africa. So they're huge. And for them, mobile money is, is, is massive business. 
And so, but, but for MTN, I wouldn't say I, because of the amount of sort of power that they have, because they have, they have a lot of people on their network. In, in most parts of Africa, they don't really have a lot of competition. But then in other parts of Africa where other telecom providers have a larger market share, those would be their competitors. Here in Nigeria, we have like the major players in the mobile money business. There are like two or three or four businesses that everybody knows are the major players in the market. But at the same time, they're also like, like maybe 150 other players as well in the same market, also sort of pushing the mobile money, mobile, mobile money business as well. And so there's quite a lot of competition actually within this space. Everyone is trying to be more innovative. Everyone is trying to ensure that their systems aren't failing as much. Um, so for example, if you go into do a transaction, you want nine out of 10 times that you go to a mobile money agent near you, you want the transaction to be successful, right? And you don't want to like be like, hey, like the network is down or the bank yeah. has some issues. Things like that, right? So there's a lot of competition and there's a lot of innovation within this as well. Okay. And okay, now I want to know where Moni fits into this picture. But I think yeah. first I want to ask you where your journey started with Moni. So I worked as a software engineer. So I've worked as a software engineer for the last um, around three years now. That like that was fun. That was a good spell for me. But at the same time, like I always wanted to do something more. And then I met, so my friend, my friend is the co-founder of Money. And at, when I met in Dubai, I think it was around like 2019. And so like we met each other, like we're on the same trip, group trip together. We had a chat. I was like, oh, I'm in tech. I'm an engineer. And like, well, like I'm also trying to build out a couple of companies as well. And we, we, we stuck together. We became friends. We always had, we always threw ideas back and forth, sort of like what we're trying to build, what we're thinking of building and what would make sense for the ecosystem as well. And fast forward to 2020, towards the end of 2020, it was like, hey, like I'm building this thing. Um, we're, we're trying it out. We're going to see if it's going to pick up, if it's going to work. Um, and they decided to float a product called, at the time it was called Cash Top Up, right? Um, before it was renamed to Money. Um, and then at the end of 2020, um, after like, I think three or four months, they were like, so him and the other co-founder were like, hey, like, I think we have an idea here. And I think that this is really going to pick up. And then I got involved in sort of managing the technology side of things and helping to drive like the technology as well. Since I was already a software engineer, I was helping to like guide and direct, you know, the product that was being built at the time. And fast forward to August of last year, at the same time as I was leaving my engineering job, money started to raise a new round, right? And so it just made sense for me to do this full time um, because I believed in the idea. I believed in the vision. I felt like it was something bigger than me and we could have like a huge impact on the lives of people. And I decided that hey, like I was going to, you know, go into this full time and help to build the company. And yeah, that's sort of like where my journey started from. Okay. So like late 2020, you're saying is when you kind of joined. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. And so tell me more about what Moni does and how it fits in money, money, and how it fits into the mobile money market, all of the M alliterations. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so um so one of the major issues that we realized that mobile money agents faced was the issue of working capital right or credit so what happens is that you probably start the business with say around i would say around 200 dollars. but when when customers come to you to complete transactions let's say between 9 and 11 a.m in the morning you've exhausted all the cash on you so you have 200 dollars of cash and you you you've used all of that you use that up in all your transactions that you've done during the day and you have that value in your mobile money wallet, for example, right? But you don't, if you go, if you go to the bank and it might take you like, like 30 minutes or an hour to get to the bank and come back, between that time that you have to leave your shop to go to the bank and get back, you're going to lose a lot of transactions because mobile money agents earn a commission for any transaction that they complete. And so it's all about the volume for them. They need to like serve more customers. 
to end more commission. Mm-hmm. And so because it takes them a long time to get to the bank and get back, it's easier for them to have like a long line of credit that they can always access and complete and service all the transactions that they need to service in a day, right? And then they make their commissions and then they give us, so they pay like a, a small interest on the on the credit that we give them. And so it's almost like we're, we're sharing the commissions with them in a way because we're allowing them to complete more transactions and to make more money. And so uh-huh. what we do at money is that we provide that line of credit. And so instead of you having to like shuttle back and forth between the bank multiple times in a day, we will provide you like a long line of credit that you can use to run all your transactions for the day and make all your commissions so that you don't drop any transactions, you don't drop any, any sales. And then you can just like give us a tiny bit of that of that amount of, the, of that commission that you're making um, as interest for, for we giving you the line of credit. So that's essentially where we come in. Okay. Wait, I need you to clarify some more things for me. Okay, so sure. somebody comes into the shop and the shop yeah. owner, or okay, the shop owner sells all of their stuff. They have no more money left for the day. And they're like, oh, I need to, I need another like $100 in order to finish the day right then money comes in and says like okay we have a loan that you can have for this hundred dollars so you don't need to go to the bank and waste your time in between doing that because there's not that infrastructure in place where there's a bank around the corner they need to go and travel to the bank and so to save them that time money provides them the loan but how do they get the money so how does the mobile money agent themselves get the money yeah. Right. We're asking. Okay. So there's, there's something called cash in and cash out. Right. Um, and what that essentially means is when we when we disburse the funds to them to the mobile money agents, we disburse it into their bank accounts or into their mobile money wallet. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we do that is this. So you may have, for example, as a mobile money agent, you may have like two hundred dollars cash on you, but you don't have any money in your mobile money wallet to complete like electronic transactions. Because not every customer that comes to you is going to come to get cash from you. They may want to pay a utility bill or they may want to do a transfer to somebody else somewhere else right mm-hmm. but you add up so let's say you have 200 dollars in your wallet right and let's say amy comes to me right and i have 200 dollars in my wallet i can say hey amy like you want to send 100 dollars to david for example right and amy's like yeah i'm trying to send 100 dollars to david so i do the 100 dollars from my wallet that was credited by money uh, and i send it to david right but i still have my 200 dollars cash with me right so when other people come i can and they want to make a withdrawal from their own accounts, I can give them the cash and, uh, and I can debit that from my own end. Mm-hmm. So now what happens is that if I run out of cash, mm-hmm. it means that I have to make a trip to the bank, right? To get more cash or like mm-hmm. find an ATM to get more cash for me to disburse again. But mm-hmm. for, for money, so instead of, and you know that every time a mobile money agent makes a transaction, the money isn't actually missing. The money is still in the system, right? So mm-hmm. if you come and give me, um, if you say hey, like, like this is $200 and I want you to send it to David, Right. So I'm going to collect $200 cash and then send the electronic value to David. Yeah. Right. But other people might come and say, hey, I actually want to withdraw $200 cash, right, yeah. from, my, from my card. Some people have yeah. the card, right? And they put the card in my machine. I'm debited $200 from my wallet and then I give them the cash on me. Now right. I'm out of yeah. cash for the day, right? I'm out yeah. of cash for the day. I asked me that trip to the bank. But where money comes in is that we give you like, let's say we give you like $1,000 for the day, mm-hmm. right? So that way you have you can go to the bank in the morning, get a thousand dollars cash, come to your shop, and complete like like five transactions that day without having to go to the bank. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah. See what I mean? And then you make a commission from each of those transactions that you do. 
and then you 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 pay back the um the one thousand dollars with like a little interest on top. Okay, so yeah. money is providing the mobile money agents with the loan ahead of time for their day. Would they exactly. decide whatever they want a thousand dollars a day or whatever they want? Um, so that they don't have to make those multiple trips to the bank and they have that cash float already on hand just in case somebody wants to withdraw money from their mobile money account. Okay, I get it. I understand. Great. Cool, cool, cool. Um, And so tell me, so it's been, now it's early 2022, so it's been just over a year. So tell me about how that's been going for you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's been quite a journey. I think the entire team works like super hard every day because again, you startups look very fancy from the outside, right? Like, oh, like that's a nice startup and I would like to work with them. But you don't realize like how much work goes in and how much grind goes into making the entire thing work and like building out all of those structures from ground, mm-hmm. right? And I remember like the first time that we paid um, staff fiat money and it was like such a big deal for everyone because it was like, hey, like we didn't think that we we're going to get this far. And then we got this far, all right, on paid people's salaries for the very first time. I, I thought that like that was such a huge day for the entire team. And since then, um, we've done over $5 million in disbursements across like, like three countries in Africa. We've also expanded to other countries as well. So we're not only in Nigeria, we're also in Benin Republic, and we're also in Guinea Conakry as well, where we also started operations, all in the space of like a year or like a year and a little bit. And then besides that, we also got into the YC program. So YC is the largest startup accelerator in the world. I think the acceptance rate is about like 23% or something, if I'm not mistaken, but it's like super low. It's like close to like what the acceptance rate at Harvard is. And we're able to get into that and get some funding as well. And it's like, it's been an exciting journey for me and for the rest of the team, especially like for the, for the co-founders as well. And but like every single day you wake up and you know that you're going to have to put out some fires and you know that you're going to have to come up with ideas and like, you know, figure out things on the platform. But I think that's something that is like our biggest strength and something that, you know, we, we are really proud, proud of is our, our, our repayment rates, right? And I think the, the major issue with lending, um, even with credit card companies as well, is the same thing. Or like even buy now, pay later companies where, you know, people take a facility from you, but they do not repay that facility. And then you need to like charge people like high interest to be able to cover for people who do not repay their facilities. But I think that what we do is a little bit different. We run like a community model, which is based on your social reputation. So you can't just access credit on money if you don't belong to a community, right? So you have to belong oh. to a community. Yeah, exactly. That's cool, and, yeah. Yeah, so the entire app works on a community model. And when people find form a community, they come on the app and they're able to all access credits. And what is uh, what is like, what binds them all together is that they're all mobile money agents, right? And they sort of all know each right. other. They all have a relationship with each other. And so when one person is, is like, hey, like, I'm, I'm not going to repay this money back. The other people in the community can say, hey, you need to repay this money back because it's going to affect our businesses as well. And so by doing that, we've been able to maintain like a 99% repayment rate. So 99% of people, nearly 100%, like sometimes they, they repay like a little bit late, but generally like every single person that takes a, lo- a loan from us um, repays their loan. That's something that we cracked early in the day. And I think that that's sort of like what has gotten us into YC and what has given us like a lot of the attention that we're getting now which is that mm. we came up with this system that ensures that the monies that we lend out are collected back and are recovered back because people realize that, hey, like it's not just, doesn't just affect my, my actions don't just affect me, it affects my community as well. And so our communities are self-insuring, they're self-governing and everyone is responsible for each other. Cool. What is it about money and the mobile money industry that gets you so jazzed? 
because I think it's <laughs> very obvious you can tell that you care so much about it and you're very proud to be on this team. So what is it about yeah. it that makes you happy, that gets you excited, that you were willing to put in enough effort to say like, yeah, I don't need to be paid yet. I'm good. Yeah. Let's just keep going, living the dream. So what is it about it? <laughs> I think, I think, um, and, and I say this all the time. So in the very early days, like I did all of the support work and it was, and it's crazy because at the time, like I didn't think I was going to be doing support work, but then it just sort of happened where like things broke and I was like, oh, oh, what's like, what am I going to do now? Right. And then I picked it up and I started like, you know, doing all of, all of the support work and, and all of that. So my, my job essentially was supposed to be like customer education, customer engagement, like sales, all of those kinds of things. But I guess we didn't, it was funny because we didn't, I didn't think we, we thought about it initially that hey, like let's build a support team. Right. But like I, I got into that and I started to do like all the support work. And so because of that, like a lot of customers from the from our early days, they have my phone number. Right. And so they would call me all mm -hmm. the time and they would say, like, you know, that without you guys, I'll be out of business because I don't have like any capital to continue running this business. And without the loan that we give, they would not also be able to make um, more commissions from, you know, doing more transactions. Right. Um, and I think that getting those calls every day or nearly every day was something that really like inspires is something that really inspires me right so you're like hey like you know we're actually having such a huge huge impact on people's lives and people are able to make more transactions they're able to increase their revenue by around like 40 50 60 percent and they're able to like put that money towards more things for their families right so for us like that is that alone is testimony that like what whatever we're doing um is working and it's nice so some, like i think a few weeks back i went with the co-founders to visit the very first mobile money agent that we gave credit to right so they were the pilots they were the pilot community Aww. and i think we're going to put that video up at some point and she was super excited to see us and she was like so thankful and so grateful for like you know for what we've done for our community for what we've done for our business because we're able to offer them more credit than a regular bank would offer them right so traditional bank would say hey you guys you don't qualify for credit because First of all, you don't have a collateral. And secondly, you're probably not doing enough volume on their platform for them to give you that amount of credit, right? And that's where we come in because we won't ask you for a collateral. We'll give you a loan. We'll give you credit upfront by just by ensuring that like, you know, you're, you're in a community and your community trusts you, right? And so we, we take that risk ahead and we offer them that working capital or that credit. And so like to see that impact on their businesses, to see that impact on their lives, to see them being able to move from like a really tiny shop on their streets to like, like a more like a bigger shop that inspires me and that's sort of like what keeps the rest of the team going every single day oh that's so nice i love that so much that just warmed my heart so hard <laughs> oh my gosh okay everybody needs to this is your sign you need to go out and tell your favorite small business how much they mean to you and how mm -hmm. much they've changed your life um just let's keep everybody going build them all thank up you. that's so nice i love that so much okay cool so adabole yeah. thanks so much for coming on the podcast i really appreciate it i love to chat with me, a babe. fellow hacker noon editor <laughs> y'all are my favorite so where can we find you and what you're working on online so i think that i really like my acronym name because um, I'm the only Adibola. So if you do, if you go to akanun.com slash Adibola, you would find me, you find my articles on Akanun, you would also find links to my socials. Um, I, I'm, I'm really like happy that I was one, I was able to get that angle because there, there are lots of Adibolas in the world, but it's nice I was able to get the angle ah. first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you go to my Akanun profile or about the Akanun about, it's akanun.com slash about slash Adibola, you would find me and you find like links to my socials. 
and links to like my Akanun profile as well to read what articles I'm writing. Right now, I've sort of taken a bit of a break from engineering to do this, although like I'm still involved in discussing like the products, discussing the business side of things, discussing the engineering things as well. And I think that I really enjoyed because even though I'm not, I, I code sometimes, um, but I'm not coding like every single day as I used to, but it's nice to be able to sort of like see the business from the very top and like, you know, have like inputs for everyone. And yeah, I think that that's fun. So right now I publish articles about mobile money. I never thought that this day was going to come. I usually wrote like, <laughs> I usually wrote like software engineering technical articles, but like now I'm writing things about mobile money and sort of the, the agency banking space and the fintech space in Nigeria. And, and I'm, I'm definitely excited about it. I'm excited about the future and about what we're building as well. Cool. Sick. All right. I'll put those links in the show notes for everybody to go check out Anabola and his mobile money stories on Hacker Noon. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to tell your favorite small business that you love them and to give me a little love by giving a five-star rating to the Hacker Noon podcast. You can reach us at Hacker Noon on all the socials, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatevs. Check out our YouTube channel and head over to hackernoon.com to read some of our stories and as always stay weird and i'll see you on the internet bye 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 afternoon podcast